0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities. Take a look at the grain markets for Monday, February 5th. Well, last week we ended the grains in a fairly quiet tone. Wheat for the week basically was unchanged. Both Casey and Chicago, after chopping around much of the week, they settled unchanged for the week. Minneapolis was down four. Corn down three as it continues to drift lower. Soybeans were down 21 as they obviously continue to drift lower. And of course, the row crops are dependent on the weather in Argentina and the harvest progress in Brazil. The Argentine weather is, is a, a mix. We've got heat right in front of us and a lot of heat. It's going to be plus 100 degrees much of this week, but the forecasts have been consistent in calling for more rains to come past February 8th, and that is still in the forecast here this morning. So, you know, the row crops continue to find some pressure in the night session. Wheat's down about six, corn is down three, soybeans are down another eight. So markets unable to find much momentum to the upside, at least at this point. I think the primary focus obviously is weather. And again, you know, that looks to find some relief here by the end of the week, but also harvest progress in Brazil. We're moving along pretty fast. We've got soybean harvest in Brazil running about 17% nationwide in Mato Grosso, which produces 25% of the total crop out of Brazil, they're at 30% harvested, so it's moving along pretty fast. The um, Mato Grosso also grows 43% of Brazil's second season safrina corn crop, and they are seeding corn right behind soybeans. They've had a fair amount of moisture, so we should get that crop off to a pretty quick and, and solid start. Uh, Corn planting is rated, second season corn planting, rated about 22% complete. So, so far, Brazil has dodged a huge bullet earlier in the season. It was hot and dry there, and they got rains in the nick of time. It did shave off some top-end of yields, and we'll see that in Thursday's crop report, most likely. But now, you know, the, the weather has turned iffy for Argentina. They've had a stretch of now four weeks with almost zero rain. Now the heat is coming back in. So these rains that are forecast for the end of this week and through early part of next week are critical. If they don't materialize, then you have a completely different story going on in South America. But front and center is the harvest in Brazil. And we are seeing that uh, FOB offers are coming down pretty fast and we'll run through that here in a moment. First, we'll just briefly talk about the supply-demand report coming on Thursday. The market is expecting that USDA will reduce production of corn and soybeans out of Brazil and probably Argentina as well. There's also some chatter that they'll start to ratchet up U.S. wheat exports and then take uh, ending stocks down by a like amount. Some are suggesting upwards of 25 million bushels, which would be a pretty good chunk. I, my guess is it'll probably be more around 15, but still, it is a positive note to the market. Now, most of the outstanding exports are still going to China, and uh, so we, you know, we'll see how that pans out. China's notorious for canceling sales, but uh, I think with the disruptions in grain movement through the Red Sea that China will probably hold tight onto those US wheat contracts. It's been a difficult stretch here getting any kind of freight, frankly, moved through the Red Sea. They're diverting it around, you know, the south of Africa, which is just adds about two weeks to the time it takes to to ship the freight, as well as the added cost of fuel and labor. So and that affects pretty much mostly European Union. Ukraine, Russia, Romania, all of the Black Sea, of course, if they're going to move grain to the Asian countries, they would move it through the Red Sea. It's unlikely that they would take it out of the Mediterranean, take it down south around Africa, and then back up. We'll just have to wait and see if they decide to do that. But much of the freight that would have moved through the Red Sea is being diverted. And uh, again, that just adds to the cost of everything. So let's run down where world fob offers are. For wheat at the U.S. Gulf, soft red winter wheat was quoted at 260. That was up four on the week. Hard red winter wheat up two at 288. In Ukraine, fob offers were down 10 at 205. Russia down five at 230. Romania down five at 230. France down two at 235. Argentina down five at 230. In corn at the Gulf, we're at $200. That's unchanged on the week. Off the PNW, it was also unchanged at 225. Ukraine was unchanged at 205. But as you get into South America, we're starting to see that pressure. Argentina down 15 at 190. Brazil down 20 at 200 even. Similar story in soybeans, we're at the Gulf, we're at 465 offered. That was down five on the week, but Argentina was down five at 4.20, Brazil down 15 at 4.05. So as long as we see these FOB offers continue to push lower, you know, we were down 15.20 last week in Brazil, and we're down another 15 this week. So it's it's just, that's a lot of pressure on world prices. They're trying to move out as fast as they can At the same time, they're running into some question about demand, with China's economy clearly struggling. That could be a a huge problem for South American exports and soybean exports in general, as China buys 80% of all world exports of soybeans, and it's an enormous number. They're an enormous economy. They're slowing down uh, pork production, which obviously decreases the, the demand for soy meal but they're also just struggling nationwide as an economy. That could slow down a lot of things, and it could spill over here to our own economy and our own stock market. So those are things that are headwinds to commodity uh, demand in general. If you have any questions, feel free to call 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.